You're listening to Opinions of Beer. I prefer mead. You sent me to hell, Jason. I really just want to make everybody jealous. Hi. I'm a person. Listen, what are we talking about? I reckon it sounds like Opinions in Beer. You can do it. Dingo? Oh, I'm good. You're the smartest dumb guys I've ever met. Hello and welcome to Opinions and Beer. I'm your host, Adam. Today with me is Ed Ray 1416. Yo. Today we're just going to be chatting, Ed Ray. We're going to be chatting. Right now, though, I've got a uh, beer to review. Um, how's your day going so far? Oh, it's going pretty good. I cannot complain. Well, I've got ourselves a... I think we're going to have ourselves a nice little Texas episode with some Texas news to go along with this Texas beer here. I have a Texas blonde. It is a blueberry blonde, blueberry, a blueberry blonde ale brewed by the Galveston Bay Beer Company in Galveston, well, Dickinson, Dickinson, Texas. What kind of crap is this? Why is Galveston Bay Company in Dickinson, Texas? What a false advertisement. Well, it is in Galveston County, so that counts as something. Okay. Okay, you got me there. You got me there. Uh, it is 6.3% in alcohol by volume. Um, Looks good. Smells good. Smells like blueberries. It has a very blueberry smell to it. Uh, Ed Ray, I see that you actually have a wine as well for... Uh, let me let me review the beer, and I'll, I'll, you're going to get it to do your uh, your wine segment here on Opinions and Beer. Uh, our opinion when Ed Ray's on, which is quite frequently, it's opinions and alcohol, opinions and alcohol. <laughs> but uh, so I'm gonna try this beer. Um, the blueberry is very subtle. It's almost like a raw blueberry taste. Uh, you know. Uh, Reminds me of another another Texas beer company over in Dallas, Community Beer. Community they made a uh, they made a Snickerdoodle ale that had very light notes, and it, the, it was a Snickerdoodle blonde ale, and it had very light notes of the Snickerdoodle taste. And the beer itself was kind of very not really sour, but it had kind of like a I can't. Maybe this is suffering from oxidation, because really it's not that blonde. It's a little dark. Maybe it's slightly oxidized. I don't know, but um, it's it's a it's a refreshing beer. It's a it's a little light. You're not getting. I don't have a lot of any notes from it other than a mild, very mild blueberry. And as for the the beer, is very light bodied, and there's just no there's no real taste to it, Ed Ray. Ed Ray, there's just no taste to the to the actual beer, to the beer itself. Well, some beers are variable. And uh, so I'm going to give this a... I'm going to give this a 3 out of 10. But it, you know, what sucks is I like... I, I will drink these. I'm going to drink this. I'm going to enjoy drinking it. It's just... It uh, it lacks in any sort of flavor. It's just sort of like... It, it kind of tastes like just mildly flavored your typical water beer. So, 3 out of 10. Now, Ed Ray, what you got over here for us? 
Okay, for this episode, I have Oakleaf Vineyards Cabernet Sauvignon, which is a French-style wine, if you will. And this is medium-bodied, smooth Cabernet Sauvignon, has vibrant notes of blackberry fruit, a hint of toasty oak, and a lingering finish. So this means there's a combination of blackberries and uh, red grapes. So that means that this is a very powerful wine compared to your typical red wine. And this is... Vented uh, and bottled by Oakley Vineyards of uh, Livermore and Ripon, California. And uh, this has 12.5% alcohol by volume. And now I'm going to go ahead and take a whiff of this uh, Cabernet Sauvignon here. Okay, I could uh, smell the toasty oak and some of the uh, blackberry in this. So now I'll go ahead and take a sip. Well, it's very strong, has a strong alcohol taste to it, and I do taste some of the blackberry, may not be on the sweet side, but it's a very powerful wine, so I think what I'm going to do is give this a 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10, that's a pretty good rating, uh, considering how your last, um, last non-sweet wine you gave a pretty low rating. Oh, it was pretty awful compared oh, okay. to what... Okay. This This is tolerable compared to uh, one of the wines that I reviewed that I gave a 4 out of 10. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this is this is good stuff. Uh, moving on, we got some Texas, Texas news. So, uh, Greg Abbott, that's our... That's our um, yeah, he's the governor he's of the Texas. Governor. Greg Abbott, he signed into law the... Um, Breweries can now sell canned beers from the brewery. Uh, I think you only can, uh, legally you can only sell a case, I believe. Um, obviously, there's no one really enforcing that law, but but now it's le- legally craft breweries can sell beer from the brewery, and this has actually sparked some kind of some uh, outrage and backlash from uh, beer vendors. Saying that this is might hurt their sales because they don't have to go through the vendors no more. They can just go to the brewery, get it for cheaper. What do you think about that, Ed Ray? I think for all the uh, beer consumers out there that enjoy craft beer, this is actually a good thing because it helps the uh, brewing companies make more money because they don't have to distribute. They can actually sell direct to the customers. And for guys like you and... Uh, Amen, and other people out there that love their beer. This is actually a very nice feature, a very nice implementation of legality from uh, Governor Ab- Governor Abbott. Yes, and you know, it, but it, it's a great it's a great step forward for all those wanting to know. I made a um, you can actually go sign a petition that I made on Change.org. It is to uh, drop the borders of from Texas for craft beer. Because right now, uh, beer cannot come into the state. You can sh- you can get beer brought to you from the store and stuff like that, and it, it can be shipped. You can now ship beer to the consumer within the state, but we still can't get craft beer from outside of Texas. And I'm trying to change. And I I I'm trying. To, I put a I made a petition to hopefully uh, get some attention, uh, more attention to this than there already is. And hopefully we can, um, with this step forward uh, with craft beer, hopefully we can continue continue in the right direction and make it 
accessible to everybody. Anyways, um, other news for Texas. In Texas news, apparently, a Chicago bank, a Chicago bank bought Whataburger. The Texas, the famous Texas restaurant has been bought by a Chicago bank. Ed Ray, what in bloody Texas hell is going on here? Well, it's either that, uh, despite decent sales by Whataburger, there could have been, they could have been very low on capital because of, uh, all the costs that come into distributing and, uh, making Whataburgers or whatever, but, uh, when you know, you know you're in trouble when you decide to sell your company to an organization that's not even based in Texas. I mean, Whataburger started in Texas, uh, started in Corpus Christi, I believe, in 1950, and rose to prominence because they were one of the first commercial uh, burger joints that uh, that sold in drive-through or whatever. But the other problem I'm having to see the. Uh, this is hard to explain, but I'm going to try to explain this. With Whataburger being sold to a corporation or a banking company in, in Chicago, what is this going to mean for the future of Whataburger? Does this mean that the quality of the burgers are going to go downhill? Will the prices go up or go down? We don't know that. And I'm kind of skeptical to the direction that Whataburger is going to be going from here. You know, hopefully, maybe the prices will go down. Maybe. I mean, Whataburger... If you've been to maybe you're right. Maybe they were hurting on income because if you just look at them like all their all their food just kept rising in price. Their food kept getting more and more expensive every time I every time I'd go to a Whataburger, I felt like their food was getting more and more expensive. Yeah, key example is if you were to get a triple meat uh, Whataburger with cheese, you'd be paying what fifteen, sixteen dollars for it. Yeah, because the cheese is extra. Cheese, cheese is. Uh, plus the cheese plus tax is like a dollar a cheese, a dollar a slice. And of course, if you add variety to the burger, like bacon and tomatoes and lettuce and stuff like that, it even it even makes it more expensive. Yeah. So, um, who knows? Maybe maybe the price of Whataburger will go down. Does that mean the quality will go down? That's something I'm very skeptical about. Will Will you be surprised to see Whataburger pizza? Well, if that happens, I don't know if it's going to be better than the McPizza from McDonald's back in the 1980s. The, the what? The McPizza back in McDonald's in 1980s. You're, you're full of shit. Hey, it existed back then. No, McDonald's didn't have a pizza. What is it, like a cardboard pizza? Apparently because that's why it was discontinued from the menu. I can, I can only imagine, like, some weird thin-crusted, like, school pizza being served at McDonald's. That may have been what it is because McDonald's was notorious for selling super cheap food. Where'd you, where'd you learn about this McPizza? Well, if you did some research and watched some uh, commercials from the 1980s, it, it was there. That's very interesting. What else, what else, what else weird things that McDonald's used to have? Well, they've had their fish fillets, whatever. I don't know if they're still popular or not. Remember that sauce? What was that sauce they had? That special sauce in Big Mac? Yeah, what is it? No, 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 no. Like the weird um, Worcestershire Worcestershire sauce. No, not the, that's not Worcestershire. What is it called? Scandinavian sauce. I don't know what the... F I can't remember. Uh. Rick and Morty go on a big adventure to try to get this. 
Szechuan sauce. Szechuan sauce? Yes, that. Szechuan. Have you had that before? I've heard about it, but I've never had it. That's very interesting. I hope they might bring it back. Maybe they bring it back. Didn't they bring it back? Oh, for a little bit they brought it back. Okay. Because I think they still sell it in Australia. Damn Australia. Why didn't an Australian company buy out Whataburger? If, it, if Australia bought out Whataburger, it'd be good because the Outback would be booming and people would be screaming, Crikey, this is good Texas food. <laughs> what, what are some other uh, Texas news you've heard of late? <sighs> uh, oh, hemp, hemp's been legalized. Oh, yeah, earlier this year, as uh, Donald Trump federally legalized hemp, Governor Greg Abbott decided to follow suit to legalize uh, hemp here in the state of Texas. What this means is you can now legally grow hemp. All you got to do is get a license to do it beforehand. And uh, have you got that license? I haven't checked yet. I don't know what the uh, cost of the license is going to be, but when I do get a license, I'll uh, start growing hemp and... I'll be able to make my own electricity from there on. <sighs> Man, some crazy stuff, Ed Ray. Ed Ray. Ed Ray. Why? Why would they sell the Whataburger? I'm so, I'm so mad. I can't even think about other things because I'm mad that Chicago... Uh, what's that bank doing buying a restaurant? When's the last time you've seen a bank buy a restaurant? Well, it's either because somebody from the inside of the business took a trip down to Texas and saw the food and say, hey, Whataburger may be in trouble, so let's buy this and make this a great restaurant and national chain. What do you think about these, uh, a football player, was it a football, I can't remember which football player it was, but uh, it was a football player, a few other Texans are willing to buy Whataburger back from the bank. Well, that'd be something because that'll make Whataburger authentic again. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> you think you think because it was instantly bought, it's instantly no longer authentic. Well, when you uh, when somebody from an outside source ends up buying a corporation or a restaurant in the case of Texas, and the corporation is not from Texas, and yeah, I'm kind of concerned that the quality kind of dips. I'm just. Wait, what are you trying to say to me? What are you saying to me? I'm concerned that if Whataburger isn't bought back by the state of Texas or something like that, that Whataburger could be in trouble in terms of quality. <sighs> well, F it, I guess. I guess, you know what? Our local, wa our, our, our local Whataburger, Whataburger, Whataburger has not been that great recently. So maybe, uh, I just don't know what to think, Ed Ray. I don't know why a bank, what's a bank doing? What's a bank supposed to do? What, what do you think the bank's idea is? Uh, watch it be 20 bucks for a burger, I'd be pissed off. Well, that's when we boycott. Or we have to get a loan. They have to loan, they're gonna loan us the burger. We gotta pay, we gotta pay for our meals and installments. This is when we boycott. <laughs> what, um... What do you think a chain is that you you think, what food chain you think would benefit from being uh, bought out by a random bank from Chicago? What burger chain you say? No, any chain. I'm gonna say CC's Pizza. Oh, you think? Ah, oh, yeah. 
CC, I was thinking Olive Garden. You think Olive Garden would do good being bought out by Chicago Bank? Well, if it means lowering the price of food, I guess. Yeah, you know, someone was complaining to me earlier about how um, Olive, Olive Garden isn't that bad, but the, the price for the quantity sucks. Well, it ain't just the quantity, it's also the quality. Sometimes some of the foods are so expensive that it makes you want to go to alternative Italian restaurants like Frankie's Italian Grill in Beaumont. Frankie's Italian Grill in Beaumont? Beaumont, Texas. Go there. <laughs> hey, Frankie's, give us a royalty check. Thanks. $200 a month. <laughs> oh, anyways... I, hey, you know what? I ain't got much to say, and we don't have to have hour-long episodes every every day. That's we we spoke a little bit about some Texas news. I drank blueberry blonde ale from the Galveston Bay Brewing Company. Ed Ray drank Oak Leaf Vineyards Cabernet Sauvignon. I gave mine a three out of ten, which is harsh. It's actually a harsh rating because it's it's a good beer. It's just. Actually, it's not a good beer. It's a, it's a tasty beverage, but it's not that great of a beer. That's that's why I gave it a low rating. It's very tasty, though. I can't deny that I'm drinking this with joy. But it's just not that great of a beer beer. It's not a beer beer. Not a beer beer. Sorry, Galveston Bay, but that's that's just my opinion. And that's fine, because all we have here are Opinions and beer. Oh,